2: what is something that you and your significant other do that other people probably think is a little bit weird six five one six four one 1071, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk, 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Traynor. Yes, that's
1: me, bitches. Hey. Happy Friday. What
2: is something that you and your significant other do that other people probably think is a little bit weird? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Why are we asking this question, Colleen? Thank you for singing that to me. Uh, Sarah Silverman, uh, the comedian, the actress, was on The View earlier in the week and she said that she and her boyfriend Rory Albanese since they started dating back in late 2020 have never not shared a toothbrush Uh. and I thought you know I bet people think that's kind of weird
1: it is kind of weird
2: she said uh, why is that so gross Uh, germs we kiss each other
1: Yeah, but you don't rub those germs under your gums I mean and like specifically, like poke them into your nooks and crannies.
2: What one zero seven one. What is something that you and your significant other do that other people might think is a little bit weird? Let's go to Steve. Steve has been patiently Hi, Steve. holding.
1: Hello there. Hi. What do you do? Yeah, no, so ju- we- no judgment, Steve. Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go we ahead. have a little stuffed llama that I bought for my girlfriend because she loves llamas. And so one day she went out and bought, you know, a little outfit for her and sent some pictures of it to me. And so I went and bought an outfit and headphones and sunglasses. And then I started taking, and her name is Lily. I started taking her out, too. So she'll take Lily to work. I'll take Lily to work. Lily will be cutting grass with us, cutting down trees. And we just send pictures back and forth to each other. Oh. And people at our work have seen that and just kind of go, um, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can see why, but uh, I think that's adorable.
2: I like it.
0: Yeah, It is. It's a lot of fun because she's like our little child that we never had. So I love it's just that. fun to do. That's sweet.
2: Steve, that's great. Thanks for your call. I love that story. Okay, we've got Christine on the line. Hi, Christine. Hi, Christine. What is Hi, something Daddy. that you and your significant other do that other people might think is a little bit weird? We sleep in separate beds. Have you always slept in separate beds? No, we did this recently since we have an 85-pound golden doodle. Oh. We've taken the spot of my fiance, and we have very different sleeping patterns. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's That's like understandable.
1: A- I don't think you're alone, Christine, at all. Like, I, I don't do this, but I can totally relate to the need occasionally. For example, like last night when I had to, like, elbow my partner to roll over so he wasn't, you know, snoring logs in my face.
2: See? It's very nice not to hear the story. There you go. Thanks for your call, Christine. I always think that's the one that um, it's always interesting to me. I sleep in the same bed with my husband, but I understand how that could be a relationship saver if you sleep in separate beds. Well, yeah, if you've got
1: different really uh, like or, you know, sometimes you might have different schedules. Mm -hmm. and So you have to get up like super early. I will say uh, Jamie gets up much earlier than I do and it does wake me up and I kind of hate that but I've just gotten in the habit of going back to sleep Um, but you know if it's like diametrically opposed like if you're working one shift and they're working like the late shift or something Mm -hmm. I could understand why you would need to do that yeah
2: what one oh seven one what is something that you and your significant other do that other people might think is weird, Bradley. Do you have anything the only that you can think of?
1: The only of? thing I can think of is like the amount of attention we give our dog in terms of like, you know, we will do group hugs with the dog, like the three of us will get one big that. hug together. And I know people are always just like, Oh God. But we you know, it's our dog. Do you
2: so. do it in front of people? No, that would be weird. It's a private situation. Private.
1: I mean, only because, like, the world doesn't need to, you know, be a witness to the three of us, you know, group hug.
2: Okay, so are you super grossed? I mean, you are just completely disgusted by the notion of Sarah Silverman and her boyfriend sharing a toothbrush. I
1: mean, not completely disgusted. I just think it's kind of gross because I think of, like, there have been a handful of times we actually... Jamie has put a piece of black tape on his toothbrush Oh, because we have the same, currently have the same colored toothbrush. And so as to not confuse the two, because I have literally put his in my mouth before and been like, (laughs) and I think it's just because I'm a borderline germaphobe, but um, I guess different strokes for different folks. Right? Yeah.
2: Let's go to Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi. Diane, what's the weird thing that you and your significant other do, or the, the thing you do with your significant other that other people would think was weird? Uh, the thing that people think is weird about us is that we don't live together and we'll be together 18 years
0: this fall.
1: Wow. Tell us more. Like, how far apart do you live?
2: Um, probably about 45 minutes. What? 45
1: yeah. minutes? That's yeah. crazy. What prompted that?
2: Because he lives out in the country and has lots of land and won't leave that because they can hunt and do everything they Uh want out there. And I have a town home, which he would go bonkers at my house because there's nothing to do. Uh So do you visit each other in each other's um, home areas? Yeah, yeah. And will you stay there for a few days and then leave or how does that go? Usually the weekends. I love it. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's usually we get, and our schedules are so different. That's another thing. He's really early, and I'm late. Well, I was going to say, Diane, I bet in a lot of ways that has, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in your relationship, but I bet that that is a, a good thing in so many ways for both of you. Oh, we'd kill each other if we lived together. See? Do you, how <laughs> how
1: often do you communicate during the week?
2: Oh, daily.
1: Oh, okay. Several but, times Like daily. by phone?
2: Mostly text, and then, then yeah. in the evening, it's always phone calls.
1: Oh, that's adorable. Well, I know. that's fascinating. I've never heard years. anything like that, Diane, but um, kudos and congrats for being, you know, able to Thank find you. Your well, I mean, path. it
2: works for us. If, it's, yeah. you know, if, it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. exactly. Diane, <laughs> thanks for your call. I do love that. And I've actually, I've known somebody as well who had a very long-term relationship, 30 years, where they never lived in the same home Wow. ever. And I think it did save, you know. I think it can be, again, if it works for you, yeah. who am I, I
1: I will say I adore having uh, time alone. And so occasionally, he, Jamie will go out of town um, and I will stay home or vice versa. And I just think that for us, that works because oh, yeah. I just love being able to walk around the house, do whatever I want, make dinner whenever I want, yeah. eat whatever I want. You know, I mean, it's not like I don't have the ability to do those things when he's there. It's just, it's nice. As a, an introvert, it's nice occasionally mm-hmm. to not be bothered by other humans for a bit. Yeah,
2: for sure. Um, but you're not sharing a toothbrush. No, do you? We have. I oh. mean, like, you know, back in the olden days. Yeah. Uh, but in mean, the olden days of our relationship. Not. I like, just don't
1: know why. Like, I feel like that's like a thing. You just, I don't know. I don't know we, where I got that from. But. I
2: think we did that before we were sharing space. Right? Like. You know how you, there's like a level at which the relationship progresses where you have things like a toothbrush sure. and your own deodorant and yeah. then like th- little things start I guess we share in.
1: deodorant. I mean, I guess there's, you know, things in your underarms, but.
2: I don't I think don't, people, I don't think, I don't think that's gross. Yeah. Uh, but listen, I have a really low threshold of gross. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, you have children. Exactly.
2: You have to have a low threshold. That gross. is a fact yep when we return on the colleen and bradley show um yesterday i don't was this a blind item or we very quickly skimmed past a conversation involving mama june mm. and honey boo boo it was a blind item it a blind that's item. what it was yeah,
1: about her being on only only fans eventually
2: possibly well um mama june is talking because they're getting ready for another season of Mama June Road to Redemption. Mm. And I just thought, you know, we read that blind item yesterday, but we hadn't really caught up with Alana. Let's find out what's going on with Mama June, with Alana, when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one oh seven one. Well, yesterday on the Colleen and Bradley show, we read a blind item about uh, Honey Boo Boo. Well, we thought it might be about Honey Boo Boo and Mama June. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk one hundred seven I am Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And um, you know, I thought to myself, self, we haven't heard a lot from these guys. Yeah. What's happening What's over going there?
1: On with them guys
0: well, over guess there. What? What?
2: So apparently, uh, their show is mm. still going. The one that's called Mama June Road to Redemption, and this is the one that's focusing on her sobriety,
1: which is a follow up or spin off or some continuation of from from Not to Hot, yeah.
2: And that you know, and that kind of went side. Let's be honest, that one went real sideways when she and her boy Mama June and her boyfriend at the time, Gino. I mean, they, they got real involved in some drugs, and it was not a good situation. And that sort of like led to the, the unraveling of that show. Yeah. And then she was able to kind of get back on track. She and Gino broke up, and now they've got this new series. Okay, well, I learned a lot, because I watched an entire interview with her and 2Fab magazine, which we cannot share the audio of, because she gets kind of sweary. In this, uh, in this interview, but I can tell you some of the things I learned. But one of the things I learned is that Alana Honey Boo Boo is dating a guy who's, I'm going to say significantly older than she is, only because she's 16 and he's 20.
1: Yeah. Which is... That's like, that. you know, it's happened. It yeah. happens. But it's also, if I were a parent, I'd be a little concerned, mostly because those are different Life stages. Yeah, it's a relative. Very different,
2: right? Yeah, yeah it's High a relative versus thing. versus
1: out of college or in college. I don't know this person. But.
2: Exactly. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about him, at least what Mama June thinks of him. She said uh, Alana is getting a lot of hate because she's in an interracial relationship and he's older. But at the end of the day, she said Alana's not that six or seven-year-old child y'all fell in love with 11 years ago. Alana has grown up and she's graduating high school next year. Oh. And then one of the things that Mama June sa- like went on to say about the fact that uh Alana is graduating from high school is she said it feels really important to close the loop on that to kind of see her I mean and she really did say it in this sort of beautiful way which is not always characteristic of Mama June but that it's a it, it felt right to kind of close the loop on her and send her off like from high school, and sort of close that chapter of her childhood. Yeah, on television. Yeah, that
1: makes sense.
2: I'm I'm paraphrasing, but even just the way she said it in this interview, Seems very healthy. Which actually, I do want to say this: she, for all the people who watched, Honey Boo, here comes Honey Boo Boo, and thought she was just sort of this not very smart backwoods, um, you know, oh. southern. She's actually really well-spoken and incredibly insightful.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's been, like, you know, we used to get, uh, I would say the word is Mm -hmm. poo-pooed. People would look down their nose and say, like... We got poo-pooed for a boo-boo. Yeah, we got poo-pooed for the Mm boo-boo. You know, like, oh, I can't believe you guys watched that show. It's just so Mm -hmm. trashy. And then, of course, when you learn about the, like, disgusting things that Mama June did do including but not limited to dating the guy who uh, allegedly sexually assaulted, well, I think was convicted of sexually assaulting her child. Mm -hmm. Um, It was understandable. But to your point, like to just say because they look a certain way or talk a certain way or come from a certain socioeconomic background, that they are less uh, intelligent or less well-spoken is like a huge miscalculation misjudgment and it's also just bigoted but Mm -hmm. so i think this is just your point sort of reiterates that yeah
2: she did go on to talk a little bit though about honey boo boo's boyfriend um and i i want to say his name because uh his name is draylon carswell Uh, and again he's 20 and honey boo boo is 16 And she did say, this is what she said. And just imagine Mama June just telling it like it is shooting from the hip, okay? He's good. He needs to hold down a job a little bit more. I mean, he's not bad. He doesn't treat her bad or anything like that. They're young, and they've been together over a
0: year. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart.
2: so if they last fine if they don't it can be your first love but i just very
1: like you know wide-eyed
2: so honest though like there's nothing this is not a kardashian polished conversation No,
1: no and it's it's mildly again like i just feel like if i mean sure you can say like he's 20 whatever is he good to her yeah is he a good person Right. Like, those are the bigger questions. Those are the more more important questions.
2: Yes. Because Absolutely.
1: We want, we want Alana to have healthy relationships because she's not had a lot of um, modeling yeah. of that behavior so in speak. life
2: Exactly, by
1: other people uh, that are parental figures in her life.
2: I do just want to tell you another thing that, speaking of the Kardashians and how you're not going to get a Kardashian answer out of Mama June... She also talked about in this interview with Two Fab, which is a, a tabloid, an online tabloid. Um, I watched the video. It's up on peoplemagazine.com. Yeah. Do the math on that. Anyway, I watched the whole I don't know, it's like Who 10 minutes. Rodriguez? Yeah, exactly. High five. I watched the whole video, and one of the things that they talked about, and she was really candid about, and I thought, this is so different from the Kardashians. She talked about how they film the show and she talks about how they it's not scripted for them. Nothing is scripted. So sometimes you would miss large pieces of things that actually happened in their lives during the taping of their earlier shows because they didn't wait to have family discussions or arguments or things like that oh. until the cameras showed up.
1: So they'd be like, here's what you missed.
2: Right. And so sometimes, and so because he asked, well, you weren't showing up for filming. And she was like, well, filming was happening in my life and I wasn't there. And you can spin it however you want to spin it. But what she was trying to basically say was we don't manufacture content for the show. The show really watches us live our lives. Yeah. And, and then she disclosed this other piece that I think is fascinating because of COVID, they had a really difficult time taping this season of um, Road to Redemption, Mama June, Road to Redemption, they did most of it on iPhones. Oh. Like themselves. Wow. She said a lot of people don't realize that, and you might not even know that when you're watching it, but because they weren't able to keep a, a regular schedule when things were happening, they got used to using their iPhones to do the taping.
1: Wow, that's fascinating! Isn't that interesting?
2: Yeah. So I thought I'd just I would roll. Never up. Have
1: suspected that I, was possible. I
2: know, but I don't, and I don't watch the show. But that, I mean, honestly, that interview made me think I should maybe be watching this show. She's been sober for, I believe, she said nineteen months, um, and she's just working her program, doing her thing.
1: Yeah. You know, she's no less interesting as a person. You may not approve of all the things she does in her life, but you know. Do you approve of all the things that Kardashians do in their uh, lives? Nope. Right? Okay. And you
2: watch that. Yep. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. Idiot After this on My Talk 1071. <music> dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on The Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And we call them crazy stupid
0: idiots! Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the is full
1: of crazy, stupid idiots. That's dumb. Um, people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again often telling them to the stay dumb. Up. Right up.
2: And sometimes other places. Uh, Like?
1: Philadelphia feeling freedom. Freedom. I like a Philadelphia feeling. Me too. too. But uh, this Philadelphia feeling is all about freedom. And I'm going to tell you, it takes place on Mother's Day. Oh. You know, we give uh, mothers all sorts of gifties on Mother's Day, do we not? It's true. Well... A Catholic grade school in northeast Philly managed to put together an epic Mother's Day experience that ended up in shrieks of terror and horror.
2: Oh, what did you say was a grade school?
1: Yeah. A Catholic grade school in far northeast Philly managed to put together an epic Mother's Day failure. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a hint.
2: Okay.
1: They wanted to do like a flower sale. Oh, okay. A Mother's Day flower sale. I was
2: thinking maybe they like fed the mothers a dinner with (laughs) spoiled beef, and they all got violent trots. (laughs) But no, okay, no, no, okay. They wanted to put on a flower sale. Yeah,
1: Saint Anselm, Saint Anselm School on Dunks Ferry Road in Parkwood. Okay, uh, over in Pennsylvania, mistakenly uh, sold something that they thought were roses. To they, the thought they, were,
2: they thought they were roses. So you
1: could buy a rose for your mom, okay. you know, like, kind of like a rose and a th- wrapped up, and you'd bring it. Oh,
2: Happy Mother's Day! Okay, so it was a wrapped up rose. Oh, it was condoms. Condoms, rose. Condoms, condoms. condoms. Uh, no, no, not condoms. Okay, it was. Ah, no, no. Oh, was there marijuana? And were they marijuana roses?
1: <laughs> no, but uh, I like I like that one too.
2: What was it?
1: Well, okay. So they thought they had this brilliant idea for Mother's Day roses, and they looked like Mother's Day roses. I mean, green stem, you know, the red flower wrapped in cellophane, except for when you began to unravel the uh, cellophane and you looked at the rose, it started unfolding and unraveling and turned into
2: sexy panties. Oh my gosh, no way.
1: Oh wait, that's not the sexy panties. Oh my sound. gosh. What did I want to do? This one. Yeah. yeah. Sexy panties for your mom. Um, oh my gosh. That's awkward. Yeah, so it's two hundred and fifty students at this school and the pre-K through eighth grade mistakenly sold fake roses that had red thongs folded <sighs> inside of <Stop>.
2: flowers. <laughs> Ah, uh, who made that mistake? Uh, one
1: Saint Anselm family shared the discovery on social media, and the mom didn't seem too upset by it. However, school officials explained. These roses were purchased under the impression they were suitable for Mother's Day. Oh my
2: gosh.
1: They took immediate steps to remediate this issue. God, that sounds so like official school. Yes, St. Anselm Parish School took immediate steps to remediate this issue when it became known inclusive of board communication with school families. The situation represents an unfortunate mistake and we apologize deeply. Okay. Nobody, um, but I will say for the curious, you can get a bouquet of them lacy panty underwears, roses, for five forty-five at the Theon oh, apparel. Wow. And a dollar twenty-five apiece from DHgate.com.
2: That's, that's a steal. I, how did
1: somebody miss?
2: This is what I'm saying. Is who in the picture, ordered those? Yeah, they look
1: like roses, but you gotta believe somebody saw what they were doing.
2: Well, yeah. And was like, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna create an epic. I mean, joke. it is pretty funny.
1: And they are like
2: I mean, they're lacy panties. panties. Yeah,
1: sexy like, like but gimmick panties. Yeah, I don't think you're probably wearing those much.
2: Eh, Somebody might. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they're not. They're not gonna do much for you. Those
1: aren't work work
2: panties. (laughs) Those are not work panties. (laughs) Indeed. Oh, for goodness' sake! All right, Uh, that was in Philly. Philadelphia freedom. We are going to Nihon. We are oh, going Japan. to Japan. Yep. Okay. Where, why are, what's we're, what's going, going on We're going to there? the Akita Prefecture. Oh, up north. There you go. Uh, specifically, well, we're going to meet a firefighter. Okay. Who was the chief, in fact, actually, of the fire department. He was clearing out land near his own parents' home when suddenly he was confronted by, uh, a swarm. Ooh of Hachi bees, which yes, it, he thought it could have been any kind of bee, including, but not limited to murder hornets. And he was terrified. Oh, sure. As one would be,
1: anybody would be afraid of bees. Exactly. Especially a lot of them.
2: Uh, and so again, we're talking about the chief of the fire department. He was terrified as he was being swarmed by these bees. And so he did the only thing he knew to do in the moment and he put up, he put a, he, mm. I don't even know, set off, pull, pulled a what? road flare.
1: Oh God. Oh my God. He
2: threw it into the swarm.
1: Okay. Excuse me. Is this a firefighter? As I said, the chief okay. of the
2: fire department okay. pulled out a road flare, lit it to get um. rid of the flying uh, murder hornets. Okay threw it at the bugs in self-defense and it landed in a pile because what was he doing? Do you remember clearing his parents' property? So it landed in the dry grass Yeah, and started a fire.
1: But I guess if you're going to start a fire, better to be the fire chief because you know how to put that thing out. He
2: got fast service. Let's just put it that way. Uh, He uh, already had uh, another high ranking firefighter on the scene, Called for backup, three fire engines and 11 other firefighters arrived, and the 45 square meters of grass and trees were engulfed in flames. 30 minutes later, they were able to get them under control, no one was injured, there was no serious damage to property, the fire did not spread, but he did hold a press conference wherein he apologized because... Right. Of course, it is. He said, I'm very sorry that I started a fire, having just called on residents to be careful not to start wildfires.
1: This is what I love about the Japanese, you know, as a a society, like Mm -hmm. you have people who will come out after a a horrible thing happens and somebody will go, I would like to apologize for the horrible thing that just happened. And uh, I will let you know that I'm very sorry and I would like to do, you know, something in my powers to make good by this. Mm -hmm. If only, if only everybody would follow right? that policy. And because if this happened in the United States, it would be like, I, you know, I would like to apologize if anybody was hurt by my, yeah. uh, you know, trying to save my life from these terrible murder and yes. sex. Yes. Yeah, like we would have come up with an excuse.
2: Also, you can watch, if you'd like to, the press conference. And I just, to your point how different things are when conducted in Japan. This press conference is very organized. Everybody is uh, wearing masks. It is, there's no chaos. He literally stands up and addresses the cameras apologizes, a world. bows, a and then society. they move on. Yes, yes. yes. it is. You t-
1: learn a thing or two.
2: Exactly. Uh, where are we going next, Trainer? Uh,
1: we are going on our crazy, stupid idiot journey to the United Kingdom. And then we're going to go somewhere else. But I want to tell you, these guys, you could call them crazy, stupid idiots, but you might also be very jealous of their crazy, stupid idioticness. And oh. I certainly find myself uh, mildly jealous. Why are you saying, oh? Well,
2: because I don't like it. That's a weird feeling. Oh, okay. To be jealous of a crazy, stupid idiot. I
1: mean, <laughs> it's not the, probably the first time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to tell you about a pair of pals, Dan and Alex, Dan Evans, Alex Stubbs. They uh, were out and about in a town called Merthyr in Wales. It's probably pronounced, I can't do Welsh. Uh, you probably could because you love the Welsh rare bit known as Tom Jones. Yeah,
2: I don't know that I can speak like him, though.
1: I, I don't okay, know. That's, that's just all not. Irish. <laughs> uh, Dan and Alex, they were out and about. They started drinking in the afternoon one day, but promised each other they, uh oh, look, we need to get home by at least 1130 that night, right? Okay. So they're day drinking, yep. and then they're like, we got to get home by 1130, but that never happened. Oh, why and it's the why that earned them crazy stupid idiot status that we might just be jealous of. I mean, I'm jealous.
2: Ah, uh, they well, they were drunk because mm. they had been drinking all day. I mean that, and they got yeah. this great idea uh-huh. instead of going home. Mm. Why don't they go on a trip?
1: Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. So they they were joking with one another and were like, "Let's go to Mallorca, Spain." And so they did. Um, they didn't go to Mallorca, oh but th- what they did was, you know, being boozed up that night, they called a cab, ran home, grabbed their essentials, like some underarm uh, deodorant and a passport, phone charger, and then got to the like drove straight to the airport. However, when they got there, this Mallorca fu- uh, flight, <laughs> careful, Mallorca flight was fully booked. Uh, but there was one trip left to Ibiza. And so oh, we went to Ibiza. And they booked so, themselves on the flight, got on the plane, literally partied the entire weekend with no clothes. are
2: actually my heroes.
1: No clothes, no nothing. And when the sun came up on Sunday morning, they were like, OK, so we need to figure out how to get home.
2: Oh my gosh! Because they
1: didn't have return flights.
2: Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, or a hotel. Wait,
2: how old were these guys? They're in their
1: twenties. Oh my
2: gosh, these I I love these guys. Yeah.
1: It was uh, only, you only
2: live once, man. Make it count.
1: They uh, bought some shorts Sunday morning, headed straight to the Ocean Beach Club, and then they went to a nightclub, and then partied the whole day. It was a little more difficult getting back home, but they figured out a flight back to London in plenty of time to be home by, uh, in time to be. To be home in time for work on Monday.
2: Oh, I bet that was a rough start.
1: Yeah. But my God, oh. then they were telling this story really quickly in this article about a woman who literally got stinking drunk at a christening in Manchester and ended up on a plane to Spain with nothing but her phone and a passport. And thankfully, strangers helped her by like giving her some clothes and a shower before she could. You know, pay, uh, you know, like almost $1,000 to get back home.
2: Okay. So that started with She Got Drunk at a Christening. I know.
1: Okay. That's a movie.
2: I mean, that is. That's a movie. Trust me. And it's starring uh, Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, in Holly's absence and in Rocco's absence, we had only one choice in order to play the game, The Throwback Live. I had to put it together. Oh. So you Bradley Trainer will be playing against our friend Grant after this. Fun. On my Talk 107.1.